And joining us right now is former NFL cornerback Troy Vincent. He was drafted by the Dolphins, seventh overall out of Wisconsin in the 1992 NFL Draft. He also played for the Eagles, Bills, and Redskins during his 15-year NFL career. He was a five-time Pro Bowler, an All-Pro, and both a Walter Payton and Bart Starr Man of the Year award winner. He is currently the Executive Vice President of Football Operations for the NFL. Most importantly, he is a follower of Jesus, a husband, and a father of five. Troy, thanks so much for joining us on Unpacking It. How are you? Glory, glory, glory. What a wonderful introduction. <laughs> to God be the glory. I'm happy to be happy to be seeing another day. Happy to be talking to you after five wonderful weeks of football. Absolutely. So let let's start there. The the ratings are up. It's been an exciting season so far, but but what have you enjoyed most uh, about the first few weeks of the season? Frank, to be honest with you, we're talking football. Yeah. We're talking about what fans want to talk about. You see young stars, you see our, our legends, our future Hall of Famers, you see scoring, the game is exciting, and we're talking about what the fans and what the players want to talk about, the mm. game. Absolutely. So, so which of the storylines is most intriguing to you? The number of points scored. <laughs> I, I would just, when I look at after five weeks of play, I mean, 3,700 points, 30, I think it's 3,739 points scored. It's the most points scored in five weeks of football in NFL history. Mm. The 400, think about this, 424 touchdowns. It's the most in five weeks of football. So what does that say? These quarterbacks are slinging that thing. <laughs> I mean, so, and it's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It's the, the games are exciting. You start looking at the margin of, the margin of uh, victory through, through five weeks, you know, a little less than 10 points a game. Yeah. Um, 45, I think there was uh, 45 games have been decided by, by one score of eight points or fewer. I mean, like, that's good. That's fun. That's, that's football. Yep. So that's what I see as some of those, as we enter into week six, that is, that's what's exciting about the game. And we're talking about the game. I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes. You're looking at all of these young stars from Baker Mayfield, Ben, uh, Tom, Drew's now the all-time leading. I mean, all of these things are coming together. I mean, Russell will, I mean, this is exciting football. It really is. I, I, I love it. I'm a big fantasy football player. I watch the Red Zone channel, so I love all the offense. But, but it's, it's interesting to hear your perspective as a former defensive guy embracing the, the offense, the, the big numbers. But, but how do you feel about your you know, fellow cornerback, secondary guys out there in today's game trying to stop the, these high-powered offenses? It's the same. I had to cover. <laughs> you still got to cover. You still got to get off of that edge and get to the QB. And DBs, you still got to cover. So if you're going to walk up there and bump and run, you better get your hands on him. You got five yards to do it. Yep. Same rules apply when I played. So you still got to play the game. Mm. You got to get after the quarterback on the defensive side of the ball. You still got to make tackles, get off the field on third down. There are teams that are doing it. That's right. That's <laughs> Those right. Teams are there are teams that are doing it. There are players that are, that are playing extremely well. Forget the, the – all rules apply to everyone. True. But you still got to go out and make a play. That's in the secondary. That's up front. That's your linebackers. 
and they're I mean it's it's exciting. But we have players that are that are playing at a very high level down in Charlotte. Oh yeah. You got Cam and those guys, they're getting after it. That's right. <laughs> Four quarters of football. They're making it happen. You, you got to love it. Troy Vincent, our guest right now on Unpacking It. He's the executive vice president of football operations for the NFL. And, and you, you mentioned, all right, the, the rules are all the same. Now, we've seen some rule changes this year and some, you know, different emphasis, uh, especially on the, the defensive side and, and some of the calls that are being made. And, and I think early in the year, there was maybe some confusion and some criticism. And, and you've been a part of some of those discussions and, and conversations that have been taking place. But it seems to at least there, there's been a positive turn in the last couple of weeks. But what has your perspective been and, and what's been most encouraging as far as what you've seen out on the field with some of these changes? We've adjusted. What's encouraging is we get on the phone as we do midway through preseason, which we did with Yusuf Helmet. So around that midseason, second week, we usually have a competition committee call just to talk about what's trending. What are we seeing? Are we, are we aligned with what we went into the season as our points of emphasis? So week two, I think that was week, two, week three going into week four preseason, we had a call. Let's talk about where we are with Yusuf Helmet. Are we seeing it right? And then we walked away. What is the video telling us? Mm. The inadvertent and, and, and the incidental contact with the helmet. Let's, you don't have to be the letter of the law. If you don't see it all, hey, hold it. We'll pick it up on Monday and Tuesday if warranted. And then we go to what I think it was week three of this season, roughing the passer. That's what the big one. But I'm still talking about football, which is a blessing. <laughs> I'm not talking about anything off the field. So you go to roughing the passer. We have another call. And you start just, what is the video? The video is the best educator. The video is the best communicator. What is the video telling us? And then we got some clarity. And when we saw what's encouraging is when there were three elements that, that I felt like both use of helmet and roughing the passer when we finished the calls and then we watched the next week of play, officiating mechanics, coaching points, and the players adjusting. Yeah. When those three things come together, we saw that in use of helmet, and we saw that with roughing the passer. Mm. When those three things come together, the coach is teaching a little bit differently during the week. The official mechanics is slightly, you know, he's adjusted his mechanics, and then the players are applying it. Got a good game. Mm. You got a good quality play. Man, I'm right there with you. I think that key word, adjust, adjustment, and, and players are adjusting, and, and we're seeing it, and I think it's getting better each week. So as a fan, it's been, uh, it's been fun to watch for sure. Well, well, so you let us in a little bit on, on kind of your, your role and, and some of your responsibilities, but, but I'm curious. We're talking with Troy Vincent right now. Your role as the, the NFL uh, Executive Vice President of Football Operations. So, so what does that, that mean? And, and just in, in reading about you and, and knowing that you've got this uh, deeply personal commitment to bring values, passion, and character to American football. So, so how does that uh, align with, with what your responsibilities are day-to-day? So uh, our mission in ops is to serve the, f- the football community to ensure that NFL football is the greatest competitive sport in the world. <laughs> and we it. just try to apply operational excellence. That's the great. And I, I go right back to biblical principles. Mm. Right back to biblical principles. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Show empathy, love, be fair, be kind, be a great listener, and making and just making sure that we're applying these things because there's a lot of stakeholders. There's the player, there's the coach, there's the fan, there's the owner, there's the so 
got to be great listeners. Mm. But that is from a day on a daily basis. That is our role is to serve the term serve. We're all servants mm. and it's to serve the football, the greater football community to ensure that we have the greatest competitive sport in the world. Mm. That's good. So, so what have been some of the, uh, the, the biggest things on, on your plate recently and, and some of the, even some of the, the challenges that, that you've experienced in your role? Well, we've talked, so the communication, we've just talked about a few of those. It's an adjustment when you say people are, how could you be in this position and now you want to change the game? Why do you, who's coming up with these rules? Hmm. These rules, some of these things are necessary. They're necessary adjustments. Why? Because on a daily basis, myself and staff, we think about the quality of life for the men who play the game. Mm. So if if we inject the quality of life, there's some things that are just, how do we prevent players from unnecessary risk? We know the game's a risky game, Mm -hmm. and we all acknowledge that, but there's some unnecessary risk. So you say some of the challenges, is communicating that mm. to those who grew up in my era, our era, about the way we played the game and how it was taught. Mm. And I would say, be the first to stand in line and say, I did things that were inappropriate on the field. I played with bad intentions. When my opponent wanted the same thing I wanted, mm. was to make a good living have fun, make sure I get all of my paragraph five and any bonuses that I, <laughs> that I was able to accomplish. All of those things, we want the same thing. Mm. But when you start seeing video that shows players are playing with, 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 with ill intent, the helmet being used as a weapon, that's not what parents, that's not what fans want. Mm. That's not what we want. So communicating that in the right manner, hey, slow down. Let's slow down so that we can speed up. Let's say less and do more. But that is the reason why we see the change. Is there necessary changes? Why? I think about the quality of life for the men who participate in the game. Man, that's cool. I love it. Troy Vincent, our guest right now on Unpacking It. He spent 15 years in the NFL uh, in the secondary, played for the, the Eagles and, and Bills and was drafted by the Dolphins. And, and now he's the executive vice president of football operations for the NFL. And, and, and Troy, we, we can hear your, your passion. And, and I know that, that you're also passionate about your faith in Jesus and, and you're passionate about your, your character and, and being a leader. And, and so in, in what ways maybe recently has your faith been tested and, and what are some, some things that maybe you're, you're learning a, a about yourself or, or just learning about God uh, in, in your own time that you spend with him? Well, we're challenged every day. That's right. And we're, we're challenged every day as uh, those who, those who uh, walk in God's faith and we're challenged and I'm challenged every day. And I, so most say, you know, you wear your emotions, you know, there's the cliche of wearing your emotions on your sleeve. I wear my faith on my sleeves. Mm, That's good. So I wear who I stand for. That's my Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. That's how I manage. That's how I, um, that's how I, 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 I walk through each and every day. It's about what would God require me to do in this situation? Mm. And am I serving Jesus Christ? Am I living an example that is worthy of Jesus Christ? So each day I'm tested. 
Mm. And it's, it's one of those, as we say, what would Jesus do? I'd have to be, we are supposed to be, we are the salt of the earth. We're supposed to be living examples of Christ here on earth. Mm. So every day, again, in communicating and sharing and showing empathy and forgiveness, um, being a great listener at the same time, there's a time where I have to make a decision and there's accountability that comes with that. Jesus holds us accountable mm. for our sins and transgressions. But also, he gives us another opportunity through forgiveness. Mm. So um, that's the daily walk. That's at one of my, I use the term non-negotiable, whether it's in this office, at home, or in the streets. My non-negotiable is my walk with Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, that's really good. So uh, on a day-to-day basis as well, just w- what does it look like to, to, to grow, to, to continue to, to stay uh, connected to him and, and to be able to handle all the, the, the tests and challenges and trials that, that, that come regularly in our lives? Well, it, it begins with, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Mm, As we, you know, we, and I have to surround myself. It's important that my wife and I, that we surround ourselves with other believers because of the constant, as we would say, challenges and issues on a daily basis. But that's what we were built for. One, diving in the Word. Get up. That's, I begin with the Word, and I end my day with the Word. That is my armor. So reading, obviously listening to music all the time. Um, and then throughout the day when I have those opportunities to share with my brothers and sisters in Christ, that is my armor. Mm. That's my armor. When you come into my office, people say, man, it's so soothing. No, this is be grateful. And I have different things of little signs and magnets of being kind and faith, family and friends and believing in Jesus Christ. This is my workspace. So those are things on a daily basis, but I have to continue to feed myself. We have to feed ourselves with the word of God. That's our armor. That's our strength. That's our answer. That's our navigation system. Mm. It's the unfiltered word of God. Amen. Troy Vincent preaching a little bit for us today here on Unpacking It, former NFL cornerback and now the executive vice president of football operations uh, for the NFL. And, and man, I, I love your, your passion. And, and if, you, if you go to uh, TroyVincent.com, uh, it, it has your kind of mission statement that, that your purpose is to help others realize their passion and assist the next generation of advocates in finding their voice. So, so what does that mean, and, and how does your, your faith drive that mission? So a service, life's about service. So when God has granted me the opportunity to live a life, at, I'm 48 today, mm. but I've seen, I've traveled the world, I have seen more than what, what, what people can even think about or imagine. God has granted me that opportunity. Mm. And as, as I approach each day, my journey, my trials and tribulations in life, our, our, our trials and tribulations in life, they're never for us. Mm. They're always for someone else. So as I mature through life, as, as the Lord wakes me up each morning with my five children, we want to live a life. We talk about a life of service each and every day. How do we serve others? Because we all, once we get to the gate, we all going to get asked the same question. Hmm. We all get asked the same question. What did you do for the least of them? Hmm. What did you do for the least of them? So just being intentional about service, identifying people that, how do I take where I'm at and get the most out of it? Mm. 
Because Man. God doesn't make him. He didn't make a mistake when he created us. So how do I tap into my gifts to share with others? Wow. That's cool. So, so one of the ways that, that you do that is, is you're a national leader and advocate against domestic violence, sexual assault, child abuse, and, and, and really you're, you're committed to this leadership over violence. And so what are some of those, those practical initiatives that, that you're working on right now or, or even some of the, the efforts that, that you're seeing have great impact in some of those areas? So teaching. Mm. So I would say teaching. I've been an advocate around domestic violence going on 25 years. Wow. So once I gave my life to Christ uh, at the age 16, uh, many know my story. I witnessed uh, violence with my mother all, all of my, my childhood and into my teens, my, that, that part of my life. And being able to go out and share with men about, and young men, about how we see women, how we value women, the importance of women, and just our role in society. What does your silence actually imply when we see these things happening and we don't do anything about it? Why are we as men, the majority, good men, the majority, why are we allowing the minority, mm. a small handful of men, paint a picture of who we are or what we're accepting? Mm. So just being able to go around the country to teach, align with both men and women about the importance of just education and intervention. Frankly, I look into the eyes of young ladies that have been assaulted, that have been beaten, and just their spirits have been broken, asking God to transfer their pain to me. Pray for them. Mm. These are the ones who, these are the voices who don't have a voice. Mm. No, these are the folks who can't fight for themselves. It's important that we do that. Wow, it's strong. TroyVincent.com, more information about what, what Troy is doing and some, some great initiatives that, that he's a part of and uh, just speaking truth to, to some of these, these major issues and uh, just a great message to hear from Troy today. Uh, Troy, la- last thing, uh, was looking up uh, just you and your family and, and you and your wife have something really cool that you're doing together. It's called Vincent Country, uh, a faith-driven family lifestyle brand. And so tell us a little bit about that and, and kind of how that, that began and, and how excited you are to do this with your wife. Well, well, that started back when we got, when, when God called us together, when we became equally yoked back in uh, March 19th, of December of, of 94. And, you know, five children later now, two of our children are married. Um, it's about faith, family, and food, as, you know, and it's about our lifestyle brand, who we are. We're now sharing with the world family values mm. and, and how food has brought our family together through generations and how we, can, we serve together. Each of our children have their own unique journeys in life, but we're now serving the community together. So we're sharing our family faith, our walk in faith, our our lifestyle is not perfect by no stretch of the imagination. Three boys, two girls, and we're all sharing our, our stories, our walks, because there's, again, our testimony is not for us. Mm. Our life issues, our challenges are not for us, and we're doing it as a family. We want to also want to make sure that the black family isn't broken. Mm. We're not broken. We stand on values. We stand on, on God's word, and we want to share that for those who may have something in common with us, giving hope, mm. sharing hope. 
So that's what we're doing at Vincent Country. VincentCountry.com. The food looks delicious, and uh, some of my favorites on there, the, uh, the salmon cakes. I see you guys have, have recipes <laughs> and stuff. So that's, that's good stuff. Man, it's so great to, uh, to catch up with you and, and have you on the show today and appreciate uh, all that, that you do to, to represent Jesus and it, just as a role in the NFL and, and all that you're speaking out to. And uh, just, man, really appreciate your heart and passion. And so keep up the great work, and, and I hope that we can catch up again soon. No, thank you. Keep praying for me. I'm going to pray for you. All right. Absolutely, Troy. Well, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. There's Troy Vincent joining us here on Unpacking It.